Welcome back to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. This podcast exists to connect and inspire young professionals in West Michigan through shared stories and aspirations. Young professional is a term used to describe those in the first half of their career. This podcast's goal is to connect you more thoroughly to our vibrant young professional community through this show. I'm your host, Johannes Boot, Vice President of the Holland Zealand Young Professionals. Also with me is Simone Withers, this season's co-host. If you want to learn more about Simone, you can get a great picture of her work and mindset in the Season 2, Episode 1 interview. Thank you for taking some time today to listen in. Today, we have the privilege of welcoming Rachel Camplace to the show. Rachel is an associate agent at the Insurance Group, and as well as heavily involved in the community through extracurriculars like the West Coast Leadership Graduate Program of 2019. Then she served as a West Coast Chamber Ambassador. She's a past executive board member for the Holland Junior Welfare League, as well as serving on multiple planning committees like Senior Community Day, Holland Walk to End Alzheimer's, Habitat for Humanity Golf Outing, the Greater Holland Young Life Gala, Hospice of Holland Gala, and is currently serving as a club soccer coach for United Soccer Athletes. Recently, Rachel was awarded the HIP 2021 Community Leadership Award. We certainly have a lot to learn from Rachel. Today, we're going to discuss why community is important, how to help you develop your community and your mindset around community, and some of the best opportunities to connect locally. Let's listen in as Simone begins the discussion with the Community Matters Leadership Award. Rachel, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to chat with you today. Hello, hello. I'm thrilled to be here. Yay. This is great. Um, So first, I want to congratulate you on winning the Holland Young Professionals Community Matters Leadership Award. For the listeners who don't know, the Community Matters Award recipient is a young professional leader who goes above and beyond to promote the Holland-Zealand area as a great place to live and work and is dedicated to volunteerism, coaching, nonprofit board leadership, and civic activities outside of their professional role. This sounds like you, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) It completely embodies who you are. Um, So it only makes sense that you would be the 2021 award winner. Um, But I want to go back to that awards night. Let's uh, revisit December 2021. What was it like to win? Did you have a feeling it was going to be you? Um, no, not really. <laughs> um, kind of bringing it back, I was definitely very nervous. Um, first, I was really honored to be even a nominee because I think it's awesome how they do these awardees and all of the young professionals coming together in Holland, which Holland isn't that big, but it's big enough where it's still an honor to be part of that. And so it was definitely nerve wracking kind of going into the night, but Brought my number one fan, my mom. Thanks, mom. (laughs) So brought her along with me. We're kind of used to these kind of dinners anyways. But, you know, kind of being one of those people you kind of walk in. You see people you know, typical for a dinner. Um, So kind of making conversation. People would be like, hey, so you're Rachel. And you're kind of thinking, oh, no, do I know them? I don't remember. (laughs) But kind of kind of playing it off like, hey, good to see you again. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, So kind of playing off my nerves with that, just talking to people. Then when it came time to the dinner part, kind of sat down, um, they did their presentation portion. You know which part you're nominated for, which award, but mm-hmm. you don't actually know if you're going to win or not. So that's what makes it so fun that night. <laughs> <laughs> so sitting there, 
casually drinking my champagne, you know, trying to get rid of those nerves. And then they started going through each of the awards, going through describing kind of like what we did at the beginning of the podcast, explaining what it means to be part of this. Um, And then from there, describing the actual winner. So they did the first couple of awards and then it came to the community impact. So I was like, okay, here it is. Mm -hmm. So my mom casually brings out the phone to record it. I'm like, why are you recording this? What if I don't win? But I guess it is easy to delete it later. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just be safe. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they're kind of going through. I'm like kind of starting to think to myself, you know, it's okay if I don't win, like trying to get myself up. Like these are awesome nominees besides myself. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those ones where I was okay if I didn't win. But as they started going through the description of the winner, I'm like, okay, that, that could be me. That could be me. Then they said coaching. I was like, okay, yep, that's that's me. And then they got to the part where it was senior marketing group. I was like looking around the room like, yeah, nobody else is part of that here. I think this is me. <laughs> and then next thing you know, to just kind of uh, really solidify if I was questioning whether it was me or not, all of a sudden I feel my mom nudging me under the table. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, of course, they announced it, and my picture was up there, and I was like, hey, that is me. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, all those nerves kind of casually went off, but it was, yeah, it was a really fun night. <laughs> yeah, totally fun. Yeah. And I, honestly, I love how they did that. It really caught you off guard, because you're like, yeah, it starts off really broad, then narrows down, and yeah. you're like, oh, man. Yeah. That, like, one moment where it clicks, and you're like, oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's kind of weird, though, thinking, like, they are talking about me. This is strange. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, let's dive in and talk a little bit more about what community means to you. Um, You're definitely someone that is always out and around (laughs) about town. You're a face that a lot of people know. Um, Why is community uh, such an important value and idea to you? Yeah, I just think with this community, giving back and investing into what this wonderful community has for us is the reason in itself. Um, Because I was born and raised here, so being born here, I got received all of that community love growing up. Mm-hmm. And so now it's kind of like a role reversal where now I get to give back to it and give to those either younger generation or the older generation, or just mine too, to kind of show them the newbies in the area. Like this is West Michigan right here. This is Holland. Mm-hmm. Like There is no other community that can beat it. And so I kind of want to make it a place where West Michigan is somewhere that some people come and then they just don't want to leave because they love it so much. Oh, I love that. And what a beautiful outlook to um, be so grateful for what you received growing up and you're like, it's my turn to give it back. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, who were your greatest influences in developing this approach to community? Oh, that's definitely easy. My parents, Stacy and Doug Campbell. I know cliche to say <laughs> my parents, but anybody who knows them definitely knows exactly why they're the first on my list. Um, just because, again, born, raised here, um, just blessed to have such a wonderful family and then eventually now I'm in the professional world with them as well at the insurance group our family Mm -hmm. business um so really just learning from them growing up is really the main reason why they are because just like me how people describe me they were the exact same situation where we were (laughs) constantly going around dragged around I guess you could say at the time when we were kids waiting in the car going from meeting to meeting with them Um, whether it's after school, weekends, anything like that. Um, And then from there, um, just really learning. And on on top of that, too, uh, I had two older brothers, so we had to go to all our sporting events and concerts and all that. So, Mm -hmm. again, I don't know how they did it. (laughs) Looking forward to that one day uh, with kids. But definitely just growing up with them, um, having such a blessed life, they kind of ingrained it into our brother and I minds that at a young age, involvement goes a long way. 
Um, so that's kind of where it comes in. So a generation trait, I guess you could say, because I can tell my parents learn from their grandparents. My niece and nephew, I'm sure, are already seeing it all the time, and hopefully my kids do one day too. Yeah. Um, I and, love how that, I love how that, like, rubbed off on you, mm-hmm. and that generational trait, it's beautiful. It's something really gorgeous to be able to pass down from generation to generation, setting this example. Exactly. Um, yeah, so definitely I would say it's one of those things where I saw God bless me in that way, so why not? Sure. Take take advantage of it and of course there's so many other people in this wonderful community that I could give credit to as well but if I started on that list we'd be here all day (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um that's so cool I love how your family remains this huge influence in your life and I have to say much of the credit still goes to you Rachel because you don't just become a super connector with an incredible rap sheet overnight uh, Johannes definitely abbreviated all the things that you're involved in in this community. Um, so in this whole coming of age, you know, going from somebody who's growing up watching these great uh, examples in your parents and in your family serving the community, um, what was that transition like? What was it like? Did you have some challenges along the way going from, you know, this family ideal to transitioning into an individual? Yeah, it- obviously had its hardships. Um, again, born and raised here, went to college here. So I've known Holland my entire life. So uh, senior year of college, I was finally like, you know what, I'm going to get out of here. So just like everyone else, I've considered it. Um, my friend and I even like figured out where we were going to move. We were going to go down to Florida to St. Pete Beach, kind of considered the Carolinas in there too. But mm-hmm. I was ready to be just like a surfer girl living on the beach, working as an activities coordinator at a resort. Then eventually coming back to the West Michigan area because I've always loved it. And I figured after 22 years at the time, if I still loved it, clearly it's not going away. So definitely eventually was planning on coming back. Um, but then we both kind of right away just jumped into uh, our professional world. So she's a nurse on the east side. And then obviously our family has the insurance group. So kind of jumped into it right away and then even more so than my brother and sister-in-law had my now nephew and now niece um so couldn't move away from the family so ended up staying each year I kind of still consider hey I could still move but that's really the part where I mentally was preparing after college to be ready to be not surrounded by a community that I've known my entire life and being ready to be like okay it's going to be really uncomfortable I'm ready for this I'm going to go meet some people And then as soon as I found out that, you know what, or decided, I guess, (laughs) I was going to stay, I was kind of just disregarded all that preparation, which was very dumb on my part, because it was kind of like Regina George and Mean Girls when she got hit by the bus. (laughs) At first you thought it was a joke, and you're like, oh, that's real. (laughs) Yes. I was not ready for it, because that was the first time in my life that I was actually not surrounded by all my friends, because all my high school friends had already moved away. And now all my college friends were ready to get out too. So they all left. So that first year was really a struggle because you feel like you're at home, but you're also getting used to starting from ground zero in your own hometown, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. So definitely it had its hardships there. So kind of had to relearn how to make friends 101. (laughs) So yeah. So just like anybody, where do you start? You know? So that's when I was like, okay, I have the networking queen as my mom. I can do this, no problem. So I was like, I'm going to start with networking organizations. So I jumped into HYP right away. It's awkward. You walk into a room full of people you do not know, 
And then you're like, but they all know each other because they're all laughing together. How do you get into there? How do you mingle? How do you make friends? It's really awkward. I'm probably going to overuse that word because it's just the perfect description of first going into the real world after college or just going into the real world somewhere. Yeah. Um, so definitely, I would say from there, I had to get out, learn how to get out of my comfort zone and kind of go back to that while in college mental preparedness of, okay, how do I make friends? So started going to networking events. And it's one of those things where you just have to, you do have to kind of overcome those obstacles of, you know what, everyone's walking into that room full of people that they probably don't know either. So mm-hmm. everyone's in that same boat. And so kind of just once you go to one network event and then the next you start to see people at mutual events and eventually you're starting to know more and more people in each room. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's something that you can't anticipate when you're in college getting ready, (laughs) you know, to graduate and be an adult. You don't realize how lucky you are to have like this Mm -hmm. captive audience of your peers. Exactly. Anyone that you can pick from when they're gone, it's like you're in a ghost town all of a sudden. Yeah. Even if it's a place and, I guess, how weird would it be to be in a place where you've grown up and you are so familiar with it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you still have to start from scratch, mm-hmm. like you said. I, could, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like feeling like an empty nester without being a parent. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you're exactly. like, you want to be friends with all the friends you're, who are in college, but then yeah. you look like a college wannabe. So then you go and you're like, I'm not ready to be an adult. I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. So you're just in this awkward space of... Where do I belong? <laughs> uh-huh. Making friends 101. Yes. That is so interesting. Um, I remember when I when I kind of ventured out on my own, I decided to move away. Mm-hmm. And I moved to the Carolinas, North Carolina. <laughs> See? There we go. <laughs> I, was a, I was a surfer. I was on the beach as a surfer girl. Um, and, yeah, I just, I would go out. And I'd meet people, and then I would notice if I saw someone more than once, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, would you like to grab some coffee, or do you want to grab a drink sometime? And it's like this weird asking people out, but just for friends. So true, though. It's like like you're dating, but just to make friends. Yeah, just like friends, like simply platonic. Do you want to go get coffee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. But you do. You have to put yourself out there. And eventually, the more you practice and the more you do it, the Mm -hmm. less difficult it is, really. It's so true. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have to ask, this is going to probably make me laugh because I already know what your answer is going to be, but are there any phrases you live by? Yes, there is. Be a yes person. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A yes person. What do you mean by that? I know that's killing you right now. (laughs) It just means say yes to more things, especially at the beginning when you are in those awkward stages. Because the more you get involved, the more you're going to experience those opportunities. Even if it's a bad experience, it's still an experience and you're going to learn something from it. You might find out something from trying to, maybe it's going to Hope College in a liberal arts school. You kind of, even though you know you don't like the subject, you still are kind of forced to do it. And plus a bunch of different other ones. And so eventually you do find those passions and things that you never thought you would. So the same thing could go with things where if you say yes, you might learn that you might like it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. And even if and even if you don't like it, you probably met a few people along the way. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And they might introduce you to something else because mm-hmm. it, everyone has something that you haven't learned about. Even if you're from here, if you're not, again, somebody's going to have something that you've never heard of and you might be able to get involved in. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I would say be a yes person. 
Just like the movie, though, if you've seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey, it has its limits, yes, no it doubt. Does. Yes, it definitely does. And so, obviously, just like pretty much everything in this world, you have to find that right balance and mm-hmm. figure out where is that where you're not mentally drained every single day. Some people are going to be go, 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 let's get involved in everything. Some people are going to find two things that they're really passionate about. Awesome. That's what makes for such a great community is everyone specializes in something different. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, within reason, like you said, but at the same time, (laughs) talking about, you know, when you're first starting out, like putting yourself out there, Mm -hmm. it's definitely better to just shoot your shot and say yes and figure out what works for you. Exactly. And even thinking about um, the society that we live in nowadays, Mm -hmm. like, it's so easy to get sucked into, like, Netflix. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, the streaming where it, like, gives you three seconds to yeah. say if you want to keep yeah. watching, and then it's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh well, just started. <laughs> Gotta keep watching. Exactly. There are so many opportunities for you to just kind of sit and stay and stew, but yeah. I don't know, putting, putting yourself out there and daring to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable is a really, really big, important thing. Yeah, definitely. That's funny you bring up Netflix, because I actually try to avoid watching TV shows because I know I'm going to sit and binge watch it, like season two of Bridgerton right now. Oh my gosh. I keep thinking about this this entire time during this podcast, like, what's going to happen next? (laughs) So definitely I try to avoid it because I know eventually you do start to say no to things because, I mean, I could, but it's just, I could go home and relax and not worry about what I look like, who I'm around, anything like that, and just hang out. Yeah. Or you could go out for an hour even and then go watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. But you don't want life passing you by while you're doing all that. Exactly. So. I get it. I get it. Um, I love it. I love getting just trying to understand your mentality behind <laughs> things. It is so bright. It is so energetic. So as a HIP award winner, what advice or encouragement would you share with other young professionals that are looking to achieve more or make an impact in their community? Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to what I said previously, the more you invest, the more you'll gain from that experience. Because um, oftentimes it is going to require for somebody to go out of their comfort zone, but that's what makes that experience that much more rewarding. Mm-hmm. And that's where something that's great to get involved in is HYP, for example, mm-hmm. because it does have, it's a great vessel into the networking world, especially when you're first coming out of, whether it's high school, uh, college, whatever, wherever you are in life. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the perfect opportunity because they have so many different things that you could go to. Um, so you could go to a morning thing. I don't even know if HYP has those because I avoid all morning things. So I don't even know if they are there, but I'm sure there are. There are. There, <laughs> there are. Yes. Some people are morning people. You could do the lunch networking events. Uh, there's some things where you just go in here, presentation. Um, so golf. I mean, the golf outings all the last. So <laughs> definitely, I would say HYP is a great thing to kind of lead people into that. Absolutely. Yeah. And when I first moved here, that was definitely my plug. HYP mm-hmm. is how I met everybody that Mm -hmm. I know today and that's kind of the first place where I built my connections so I agree it's it's a great environment and there are a lot of other organizations similar to HIP that provide that environment for you oh definitely for sure um so it sounds like to me it is important to you to not only invest deeply in things but also invest in quantity (laughs) quantity is pretty high for you too (laughs) is connecting at this level fun to you um, if yes, how do you make it fun? And if no, what do you do to have fun? Yeah. 
Um, I definitely, I love it. Obviously, again, going back to the awkward phase, there are those times, and still to this day, there's definitely rooms I walk into and not know anybody. Um, so definitely still has some levels where you kind of have to go in with a positive attitude. Um, and that's where I would say my, how I make it fun is it's all about the mentality. Because if you go into an event thinking, I don't know anybody, I'm, I'm just going to pop in, say hi, if I don't know anybody, just kind of slowly leave. Like if you go in with that mentality, you're not going to have fun most likely. So you definitely have to go in with a positive attitude and just think, you know what, this is a great experience to find somebody new, whether it's somebody I already know and just make a deeper connection with that person or maybe meet a new friend there, uh, whether it's professional or personal. So definitely I would say it's all about the positive mentality. Um, and that I'm definitely one, as you could probably tell from the rest of the podcast, I'm a go, 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 born, raised that way and kind of took off with that. Um, not everyone's like that. So not everyone is into the quantity. Some people are in more of the, again, like earlier, just get those couple of organizations that you have feel a lot of passion about, get involved in those. So it's all about what think what you think fits you best. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would you say it also helps um, when you are involved in so many different things? Do you think it helps to lean into like your professional skills or do you try to really shake it up and do a lot of different things that stretch different muscles? A little of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little of both because I have no, I try to shake it up, but then I do notice that a lot of what I do try to do personally does end up professionally and mm-hmm. vice versa, which maybe also comes along with being in a family business. Mm-hmm. We are almost always working because we get lunch together every day. We pretty much get dinner together every day as a family, even though we work together all day, every day. <laughs> so we really never leave work. And so maybe that's why I have just kind of totally connected the two and intermingled them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, a little of both, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So there's a quote that I uh, saw from you in doing some research about you that I really, really loved. And I wanted you to talk more a little bit, uh, a little bit more about this. Um, you said that each new organization or experience I try opens my eyes to a new aspect of Holland. I think that's fascinating because you are from Holland. So what do you mean when you say um, there's new aspects of Holland that you're discovering? Yeah. Well, first off, it's weird to hear somebody quote myself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think I was at that level, but hey. (laughs) Um, I would say it's because, so actually what made me use that quote um, is because, or think of that quote, is because of the West Coast Leadership class. Um, so got involved in that because of our business. We realized it's great to make those connections that way too. Um, so ended up joining the West Coast Leadership class. And I thought I knew Holland because I was born here, but there are a lot of parts of Holland I did not realize were there. <laughs> and apparently have been. So going back to the just getting involved in a bunch of things, saying yes <laughs> to things, again, that's what's going to open up your eyes to a different perspective. So again, even though it is something, whether you've seen it before or you haven't seen it before, somebody else next to you might have that different perspective to bring into it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it brings a different perspective into it for you as well. So that's where I think saying yes to so many things has brought that into Holland is a lot bigger and more complex in a good way than people think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really love that mentality too. It just... It really kind of gets you out of your day, like your daily routine or your habits of things and realize that even if 
you feel like you've discovered everything you need to discover, actually, there's so much more to experience. Definitely. So that's beautiful. And yes, even in a place like Holland, there's just infinite opportunities and so many beautiful things about this place. Oh yeah, downtown Holland in the beach, can't get better than that. (laughs) Yeah, tell me, what are some of your favorite things to do in Holland? I would definitely say downtown and the beach are my go-tos. When in doubt, that's what... Used to be in high school in Meyer mm-hmm. when I was bored. I, I don't know why. I still love Meyer. <laughs> yes, and I finally learned from the outsiders that it's Meyer, not Myers. Mm. Yes, apparently that's a thing. Apparently all Michigan people say Myers. I don't, have you guys heard of that? I have no I'm idea. guilty. See? I got corrected once. Okay, see, yeah, I didn't realize it, so I'm trying to correct myself now. Somebody will so. correct you very strictly. On yeah, I, I've been there. I thought they were kidding. They weren't. <laughs> so definitely I would say the beach in downtown because, one, I just like walking around. Um, beach, which is ironic because I love it so much. I don't like it during the day. Actually, I don't think I've ever been to Holland State Park for like a beach day during the day. Hmm. So weird, I know. What do you do, you do at <laughs> yes. the beach? Where are you going? Uh, yeah, right, where, where am I going? I mainly go for sunsets and then to yes. play beach volleyball. Yeah. So there's a, uh, through Holland slash Zealand Rec, uh, they have a beach volleyball tournament all summer, which is super fun. Yeah, we're, we're definitely getting older and not as good, but it's still a blast. Oh <laughs> and you can't be a Michigan sunset over oh, the lake. Oh, you can't. Yeah. I mean, gorgeous. People, our family is definitely... <laughs> victims for we are so in awe of it each time that sometimes people think we're tourists who have never seen a sunset before <laughs> and then we're like no we're from here yeah whatever <laughs> yeah so oh definitely that and then downtown holland just walking around yeah. i mean we advertise it everywhere we have the heated sidewalks and streets i was gonna say <laughs> we can enjoy it year round exactly yeah. pure michigan pure michigan <laughs> Um, I love that. So do you have any specific recommendations on where people can participate or plug into the community? You talked a little bit about your favorite places, but yeah. what about some events or organizations that we can get involved in? Yeah. Uh, one is women only, but Holland Junior Welfare League. So my mom is a past president, so that's how I ended up getting involved in it. Mm-hmm. So I remember going, one of those things went round and round, place to place with her throughout the day. Um, but they used to do puppet shows about diversity at the elementary schools, um, going to the Ottawa Area Center, so OAC, and uh, we still actually do it. We hold a Christmas party for them, buy Christmas presents for them. Um, so we just kind of go around and volunteer, still do that, have fundraisers. So now I'm part of that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody who's wants to get involved, great opportunity right there. Reach out to me. I'd love to tell you more about it. (laughs) Um, And then the other thing I've gotten involved in is coaching too. Again, everyone has different passions and all that. Um, So I was always huge into athletics growing up. Uh, So all through high school, I played volleyball, basketball, and soccer, but soccer being the main focus. Um, So my old club soccer coach actually reached out to me asking if I wanted to join. So I was like, yeah, sure. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. I'm in year three or four and I still can't get like it's hard to switch from player mentality to coaching Mm. so definitely still out of my comfort zone in that one and I think I'm just instead of helping coach I think I'm distracting the girls and befriending (laughs) becoming best friends with eighth graders (laughs) but hey (laughs) I'm not surprised yeah (laughs) I don't think he is either he knew what he was getting into they need that too (laughs) yeah right so definitely uh, I would say that's something where I'm still learning but has definitely helped me kind of get out there a little bit more and get involved 
And then the fundraiser gala season is coming up. Anybody who's involved in either committees or just going to fundraisers know exactly what that means. Mm -hmm. It's that time of the year where it's one after the other, which I love. (laughs) Yes, it's the fundraiser marathon. Oh, it is. It's crazy. By the end, the food gets the same. (laughs) It's like, oh, chicken again. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely, I would say that's another great way. Go to fundraisers because it's feel good because mm-hmm. it's a win-win situation you feel good going you're making these um, networking connections but then also you're giving back and um, kind of supporting those organizations and learning more about them yeah and there um, are so many great nonprofits oh, in the area too that have so their fu- their end of year events mm-hmm. and you can always hop on a committee depending mm-hmm. on what organization speaks the most to you yeah they can always use help I mean oh, it takes yes. a lot to plan gallows. it does <laughs> yeah it does. so every every hand is appreciated definitely yeah. yeah so I definitely say a little cue there if anybody wants to hear more about it I think all three of us could give them a huge list of nonprofits. <laughs> yes 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 um and then kind of just making your own uh kind of uh, plug into the community, I guess you could say, um, like you named it. Um, but so back in college, we used to do trivia at the Corral every Thursday. And then for some reason, right after college, I stopped probably because all my friends left me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then all of a sudden this last year, I was like, why do I not go anymore? Like, it was so much fun. I'm horrible at trivia. I look up a free answer that they give you, give that to everyone and recruit people. I do not answer the questions. I'm not good at that part. (laughs) I do not know how people know this stuff. But I love going because it's so much fun because so many different personalities like it too. Mm -hmm. And there is that random one that you're like, hey, I do know this one. (laughs) You feel good. Um, So I started that kind of up with our friend group again. Um, And actually not even friend group, I shouldn't call it because I would say there's probably two new people every week, which is awesome. Um, But then also, so we go to that every Thursday, if anybody wants to go. It (laughs) was 8 to 10, now it's 9 to 11 p.m., which is pretty late, but it's fun. Um, But then also the first Thursday of every month is the Hollywood Professionals one over at Tulip City Brewstillery. Tacos and trivia. There we go, yes. Yes. So anybody who says 9 to 11 is too late, that's perfect because this one's much earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So again, just check out the Facebook page, I would say, for that because it's usually on there. Yeah, you could probably almost go from the hip Tacos and trivia to the (laughs) Karat. So I thought about it. Actually, you could probably from 9 to 11 now. Yeah. You know what? I think we're going to try that. Trivia marathon. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, definitely I would say there's so many different things out there, whether you want to make it your own or get involved in something that's already been organized. Yeah. Such great suggestions, really. So looking into the future, Rachel, what impact do you hope to leave on this area? Uh, I would just say I hope I'm leaving a positive impact on this community because I know they've done it for me, so I just want to leave that same impact. Um, impression. Uh, and that's why I volunteer all my time outside the community. Again, what this entire podcast has been about, just getting involved and doing that because of the community. That is the main driven reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say God gave us, he told us to go out and treat your neighbor as yourself, get involved, treat everyone with kindness, regardless of how they've treated you or who they are, anything like that. And so again, I hope as a Christian, I can turn around and I hope people are seeing my actions as that way. Obviously, I am human. I'm not perfect. I know some people don't see me that way and that's totally fine. Uh, with me, I probably will try to fix it, but I, again, I'm human, so I probably won't. <laughs> um, but that's definitely, I would say, the biggest thing is just using the gifts that God gave us and using it in a positive way. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I already know that you are such a great example to everyone that meets you. You are a ray of sunshine, <laughs> and you're probably, I have no doubt you're going to continue to pass on that family legacy of, of service. Well, to thank your community. you. You've already exceeded my goal because that's my goal in life, just make an impact on one person because it's like a ripple effect, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so thanks. Yeah. I set my goals very high, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's a good point, though. You don't always see, like, the impact or the ripples mm-hmm. that connections have. But I wonder if there's any examples that come to mind where you're like, man, yeah. I connected with that person way back when. And yeah. maybe through that connection, they found a different place. Exactly. Do you have any stories um, that come to mind? or um, Not necessarily personal, right off the top of my head. Um, right. But kind of brings in, again, West Coast leadership through the chamber. Um, actually, one of our assignments or projects was the lollipop moment where mm-hmm. the lollipop person is, there's somebody in this world that you remember that they probably, they might not even remember your name or meeting you, but you, that has a distinct memory in you of what that moment gave you. Or um, maybe you have that with somebody else. Again, I might be somebody's lollipop moment person and I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So it kind of brings into that. So again, I used my mom, cliche, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the easy one there. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, I want to thank you so much for your time and for coming and chatting with us and sharing your positivity. It really is so refreshing. Um, But before we close, if there were one or two things you wanted our listeners to take away from this episode, what would they be? Go out and get involved. Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Be the yes person. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because even if you're here temporarily, again, maybe it is right after college or you came for a job just for a year and you already have that expiration date or you're here permanently, or you have no idea how long you're going to be here. Mm -hmm. Again, no matter what it is, I think we had this conversation, Simone, even if you are here temporarily, go out and get involved. Make the best of what you have right now, because then it gives you something to come back and visit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, go out and get involved. (laughs) Um, So are there any other projects or organizations you want to plug? I would say probably just the ones I've already mentioned throughout this. So Mm -hmm. Holland Junior Welfare League, um west coast chamber great place there um whether your business is involved or you just go to someone their networking events um and then eventually being an ambassador so that's how i know so much about it because we're ambassadors so we try to share the love with them um so that's another one that's really going to get you connected into the community or if you just want to know of something that's happening um tulip time is coming up I don't know if you guys like it, but we love it. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. So tulip time. Um, and then just all the nonprofits out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, Johannes will provide a bunch of links uh, in the show description Perfect. for some of the things that you chatted about, too, so we can all look it up after the episode. Awesome. And if listeners would like to connect with you, what would be the best way? I would probably say Facebook, because uh, I still check that. I've heard that it's been on the outs for years now but I'm definitely still a Facebooker (laughs) I don't post a lot I'm a liker so I'm a perfect Mm. friend to have because I just like all your stuff (laughs) uh Instagram too you can send me a message there um yeah absolutely well we will also drop those links in the description as well but thank you again Rachel you are so wonderful and I can't wait to go out and do some trivia marathons with you (laughs) yes I can't wait (laughs) thank you guys All right. Thanks again for tuning into another episode of Hot Off the Hip. Make sure to check out our events page at www.behip.org. That's www.behyp.org for the current offering of community and development events, 
created by the Holland Zealand Young Professionals. Also, take a moment to look through the show notes, connect with our guest, or leave a voice message with your thoughts about this episode. Today's show was a blast to put together, and I look forward to doing this again soon on the next episode of Hot Off the Hip.